Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, we've got uh, a new podcast that's kind of an old podcast, a returning podcast, let's say. Um, it's going to have a slightly different name, but uh, it's certainly a game based podcast. We've got a podcast alum, JK, returning for this one. So uh, let's get started. This is Cookie Cast, the Gamekeeper Podcast. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Ooh! Look at that. That's nice. a fat line, isn't it? That is a fat line. So, right now, for all the people who listen to the podcast, you don't know what the people who watch the podcast on YouTube, why they're absolutely losing their minds right now. <laughs> because they can see us. So, listeners, they can. pause here. Jump over to YouTube really quickly, look at what what we're dealing with, and then jump back to listen to it, or continue watching, it's up to you. Um, I did a podcast with Sam. Yeah. Back end of last year. And I said to him, Sam, when was the last time you were on a podcast? And he said, a year ago. Wow. It's like, no it wasn't. It's like, the last podcast I did, it was Game of the Year 2018, which I believe you were on. Oh, yeah, I think I was. Wow. I think you might have done one other podcast. Yeah. Um, well, I've taken a break. I took a break. Um, you'll note that I, I haven't got beer. I've ladies got, got and tea. gentlemen, boys and girls, for <laughs> listeners at home and for new YouTube watchers, we at CookieCast would like to welcome back JK. Yes. Glad to be back. And there is no beer. Or whiskey. No, there is Or not. wine, or tequila, or vodka. <laughs> Took a really long stint in rehab. There, that, is, that uh, there is tea. I've got a coffee which will surprise nobody. I'll just hold it up to the camera. It, it is tea. There's no alcohol in it. I do still drink alcohol, though. I'm just putting it out there. I haven't I converted don't. or anything. <laughs> um, so, take, take, take that as, as it is. Um... I think at this point in time, it's probably best for you to explain why we're here. Uh, yes, so, people, um, I've basically had quite a bit of time off cruising around, playing a lot of games, and I started a few blogs and they weren't really going the way I wanted, so um, I came back to it, I left it, I came back to it, I left it, and I finally settled on what I want to do. So I started a blog which reviews games that have already been out for quite a long time. So I'll be looking at games which, when they came out on release date, were pretty poor, most of them. But then since they've been patched and DLCs have been added, they actually become really interesting games. And I feel that those games kind of get left behind sometimes. Mm. I think we, we, we're a bit obsessed with getting all the new stuff out. Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm still there's still a few things I've got pre-ordered that I'm going to play. But ideally, I think I'm going to step back from that commercial rush and go for the games which are now you know a couple some of them are a couple of years older uh, and just really give them a good go again and, and remind myself of why i started gaming in the first place so the blog is all about that um so do you want to tell us what, where we can find the blog uh yeah so it's a wordpress blog and it is uh wordpress gamekeeper dot sport dot blog um, because it's free, so I didn't pay for a domain because I don't have enough subscribers. Um, if I get a load of subscribers, I only need like a hundred thousand. Uh, then it's kind of then, then it's kind of worth it. So you know, um, if there's a hundred thousand people out there. Also, I believe <laughs> there is a Facebook and Instagram page. There is a Facebook. The Facebook is called Gamekeeper, uh, and the Instagram is also uh, Gamekeeper Twenty Twenty, I believe. Hmm. Um, but they they're all kind of linked um, in, so. Uh, and I think I'm going to have a Twitter page as well at some point because it's really easy to embed the Twitter into the WordPress. So I that's was, really cool. I was never a huge Twitter fan, but since doing the podcast, I've become more because you can do a lot yeah. inside. Uh, it's weird as well because Twitter kind of died off, uh, but it seems to have picked up again. It's because it got super political. Everybody uh, yeah. was using it as a political forum to bash 
I've, I've actually found that. Um, I've actually found that for a lot of certainly game updates uh, from studios, really useful. So Undead Labs. Do, if you ever do really a beta, good. the first thing yeah. I do when I sign up, when I actually get the beta, is go to the Twitter page and follow it because they'll list all bug, all known bugs that people have reported. Right, on that's Twitter. interesting. Well, like I say, I've, I found it really good for updates because over Christmas, Undead Labs did a lot of free stuff for a couple of their games. Um, it was only really announced on Twitter, so I got loads of free cool stuff. I mean, outfits. Um, outfits are good, man. I don't know if it was Borderlands Two. Um, was it Gearbox that made that? Where yeah. uh, they would release codes for chests nice. on Twitter. See, that's cool. I love and that. And they'd be like, "Tune in tomorrow, and you know, X number of people will get X number of codes, and you can have a free chest." Great idea. They did it for like a month when that game came out. And I only found that out through my, my housemate at the time. He was like, get on Twitter and get these codes. I was like, cool, I'll do that. Nice. Yeah, it's cool. So, um, yeah, so all that stuff's linked. And I imagine that um, I can send you the links and you can... We will tag and double tag. So I'll be tagging um, Gamekeeper. Um, we'll do we'll do all the deets at the end as well. So yeah. that people... And I will do um, on the intros and the outros, I'll do... All the info. If between now and when this goes up, I can actually find how to embed because I've been looking at various different um, video editing tools inside yeah. the tool I use, and I'm pretty sure I've found I just need to test it, which this would be a good opportunity. So, right now, you might see something below me or him. Mm -hmm. um, Exciting. I think I can embed text. Well, that's cool. So I could type out the deeps and things. Cool. So, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the podcast will be on my blog page as well. It'll all be embedded. So, yeah, you can watch me and him as many times as you like until you, you know, fall asleep and fantasize about us, which I think is great. Comment on that, by the way. I'd like to hear your fantasies. Comment, like, and share. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, let's kick it off. Yeah. Starting with... So, um, games we're looking at this week are... Because my favourite genre is zombies. I love zombies. So I'm going to be talking about um, State of Decay 2 on mm -hmm. the Xbox and Days Gone on the PS4. Days Gone isn't that old. Uh, came out April last year. And State of Decay was May the previous year, 2018. Um, we've actually spoken about State of Decay on so, previous podcasts. So something that I realised was that we did, I'm pretty sure we did a preview mm and review podcast for State of Decay. Yeah, I think we did. And I was like, are we, you know, are we treading old ground, old ground here? And then I remembered, we're actually talking about a different subject. And the, essentially the subject that we're doing is, what do games look like when they're finished? Yeah, so State of Decay 2 um, is now a year and a half old. So anybody that played it, when it on launch day, which we did, mm. uh, will remember that it was somewhat buggy. Uh, it, it was... Do you remember the doors? The, the, the door, car doors. The car doors. So the car doors, was there a moment where you they could open, open them or you couldn't close them? Once. That was it. You could open them once. Yeah. To like, you could like open a car door to like bash a zombie as you drive past. But you could do it once. Once, that was it. Per and then there play. were times when you couldn't, you couldn't get in the car. And it was super useful. <laughs> When you're driving down the road and you want to bash a zombie or two, <laughs> it's a great tool to have. Yeah. But you could use there, it. There, there, that, that was, I mean, that was only one of, wow, many bugs. There were weapons missing. There were zombies that were floating. There were I moments where you to do couldn't get into cars. Where is it? Yeah, there were map problems. There were, you kept, there were like teleportation issues when you were playing it as a group. The rubber banded. The rubber banded you just got, You'd be fighting and then suddenly you'd get launched and you'd be... But the car, by the time you got launched to where the car was, the car had gone. So you'd get launched again. It was like being in Quantum Leap, but a really bad Quantum Leap. <laughs> but, but what we covered at the time was that we... Our... It, all, it sounds really bad, but our expectations were very low. Take away. Because that game came out at £30. It, it did. And this was at the start of a price hike for games where game sellers like game who <coughs> are closing out of business. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're closing a lot of stars, aren't they? Um, <laughs> places like game wanted 
to say to your face, give me £50 for this game, and they did it with a straight face. And I was like... <laughs> you, sounded, you know, you sounded like Christopher Morgan. Like. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what everybody's charging for games. No, it isn't. So, uh, yeah, at a time... You like Christopher Walken. You went in, and they asked, with a straight face, <laughs> that I won. I carried this 50 watch quid. <laughs> up my ass. <laughs> That was weird. If anyone's got like, rewind, actually tell Go me back. what he sounds like Chris Go back. Um, and th- this was a game that was released by Microsoft. Yeah. You know, a well-known company, well-known for pulling your pants down and taking all your money. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, this was a game that was released by Microsoft and they wanted £30. And we were just like, it was so fresh. <laughs> we rushed time. out to buy it. It was like, you know, follow the follow the us shaped blur as I was we actually, I was actually disappointed shops. there wasn't a midnight release, I thought there would be. <laughs> and, and I think at that time we just couldn't get past the £30 price tag. And I think there was a lot well, of we even let if all, it shit it's 30 quid. We let all the bugs go because we were like, well for 30 quid, what do you expect? And that's how it worked. We <laughs> sat down to play that game and it was Oh well, it's this and it's this and it's this. It's a bit buggy, and every time it's thirty quid. What do you expect? And it did tick the fun box. Within a week, was it within ten days? They yeah. had three million players. I think it was ten days. They had three million players. They also released a patch that was one gig smaller than the actual game. So if if, if my blog serves me right, if I remember correctly, the game was twenty-two gig. And the update was 21 point something. So it was slightly smaller than the... Because I remember when we first got it, we thought it was bigger. But I think because there was a smaller 4 gig patch that had come the week before. So theoretically, I think there was a 25 gig update in the space of a week. Didn't it go onto Game Pass? It it did, yeah. It it went straight on. So rather than paying £30 for it originally... I paid a pound. Yeah. Because I got a Game Pass trial because of this was when Game Pass was fairly new. Mm. And they would, they would every now and then, they'd be like, I've Game Pass for a pound for a month. They still do it. Now they do Game Pass Ultimate for three quid. Which is gold and, and Game, Game Pass. Pass. That's an absolute bargain. So yeah, I think I paid a pound to play State of Decay 2. And then Game Pass, my Game Pass subscription of a pound ran out. I wasn't prepared to get Game Pass at full price, which I think is like 80 quid at that time. Something like that, yeah. So, I went out to get State of Decay 2. This was this will be a month after it had been released. And paid £27. going to say, it's gone down. It went down in price. It went down. But yeah, the, the game and the first update. was, And, and that, was, that update was amazing because it literally fixed, I would say, well... For me personally, I didn't have that many bugs. So it fixed 90% of the bugs for me. It made the um, game it, it, playable. It was much more playable. And, when there was and times was, that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I know that if you, if you read online, people were having other problems, which seems to have petered out, and they still have, it still has a massive following. And Undead Labs since then have released several DLCs, of which I believe, if you've got Game Pass, those DLCs are free. So I'm, I'm at some point I'll talk about the DLCs, because I think that's where you and I kind of fractured because you were in a position where you were getting the DLCs, the actual proper DLCs for free. Yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah, because I well, you I, were driving I around the, in like cars that Yeah, well, I picked up the deluxe edition and, yeah. and that gave me, um, yeah, I had the cool, um, uh, the, uh, what is it called? The Independence Day pack. Yep. With cars, so you had the top car and the and the, and yeah. the coat and tails and a car that shot fireworks, and, and I was, was like, super cool. I haven't got any of that. <laughs> and you would like turn up with different weapons and stuff, and yeah. it was like, I haven't got any of that either. <laughs> so there was a point where your version of playing that game got better, much better, because you had the free DLCs that were coming out. Yeah. Which everybody got because they were free. Yeah. Um, but you also had these additional things. Yeah. I got to a point where I, I, I mean, because there's multiple playthroughs and you can have multiple different... Yeah, see, I don't normally... Outcomes. This is another thing about State of Decay which I found interesting was I don't normally like to play a game nine times. I always found... When, when, I, when I used to look at achievements, because I'm obviously an achievement whore, 
if a game, if you played a game on its hardest setting and it would unlock the other settings, I'd play it on its hardest setting from the outset. I'd be like, I'm just going to play it on nightmare mode, and that way, once I've completed it, I'll unlock hard, easy, medium, all at once, so I'll get 250 points on my achieve bracket. But with State of Decay, um, there isn't an easy, hard setting. There's just, mm. well, there is now. Now there's a an easy, medium, and nightmare mode. But you, there's no uh, achievement for completing the game in nightmare mode. There are achievements for doing certain things in nightmare mode. So, like, if you kill a play card in nightmare mode, you unlock achieve. Um, but oh, okay. the way the game plays is, uh, you you choose a leader, and then that leader completes the game. Then when you play through again, you choose a different leader. But the leader that you've already won with gives your new camp bonuses. So if you were the warlord in the, in the game before, when you play now, you get like a whole case of weapons. In yeah, I remember. Camp. So it get each playthrough gets a little bit easier, um, and and I never really got bored of that, which I thought I would because I'm like basically it's the same game, over and over again. I mean, for some reason, it, I still I'm, well, I'm still playing it at the moment. So I'm I'm on like a ridiculous achievement at the moment. I'm trying to survive 100 days in nightmare mode. Uh, I'm on day 67 because I haven't played it for a while. But what I've been doing is watching the TV and just letting it run, and the days just tick over. So I found that once your camp is established, little tip here, people, you can get your camp to be self-sufficient, and you can just leave it, and your people will fight the zombies, they'll eat food, they'll have fuel, no problems. You can go to work, and when you come back, five days have passed. Thank you very much. So there's that. Um, but I digress. <laughs> this isn't about how to get cheese. You need to figure that out yourself. Um, the, the, one of the best DLCs for it is Heartland, because Heartland takes you back to the original town map of State of Decay 1, um, but they've obviously uh, advanced the story, and there's a lot more to do in this. There's like You've got to destroy plague walls and things, and they're really hard. But it's a really good, complete DLC. It's new characters, new setting, um, some diff- slightly different monsters. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's fun. Um, I, I, I would say that a year and a half on, State of Decay 2 is now a really good game. It's a really fun, playable game if you like zombie games. And I think that even, even in the first week, our conversations were very much going, it's a good game, it's got issues... You were checking online frequently to see about updates and then the information about updates, then there was DLCs, mm. made the game a lot more playable. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, I played it all the way through once. I got the, like the next camp I got had um, like the upgrade. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I had the, war, the Warlord one. Um, and then I hit an issue which I wasn't sure whether it was, because early on you go to like one of the first camps and it's got like an upstairs and there was a thing that you had to do with a fuel can. You had to get fuel Yeah. early on. Yeah, yeah. And I had, a, it was like a glitch where I'd collected the fuel, put it in the inventory, but I couldn't take it out. Uh, yeah, I think that, that was, point, there was a glitch for that, which has now like, been fixed. <laughs> I can't progress mm. all of those things have been ironed out I would say the game is as complete as it could be now the only updates they do now is to give you free shit so now for example they've unlocked uh, um, outfits so you guys can have outfits okay. so at the moment my team all look like Sons of Anarchy <laughs> they're all wearing black leather tops they've all got like I think it's got like Sons of Decay on the back of their jackets um, it's super cool so I mean but you can have like there's a an um, a chameleon onesie. <laughs> there's like a there's a you can wear. There's the um, Halloween. They released the swine and bovine outfit, which is basically a butcher's apron and a pig's head. <laughs> it's like half pig head, half cow head. Um, so that's kind of cool. You can unlock the mask of a juggernaut. So you kill the juggernaut and you put its face on your face, which is really freaky looking. Um, I have to say, it's like an oversized leather faced head. It's, I mean, but it's fun, and and that's those are the kind of updates they're doing now. So I think Undead Labs are in a good place because they're, that's what they're doing now. They they they're continuing to upgrade the game. They they're saying that they've got a lot more to release this year. There's a lot more content coming, according to what they said at Christmas, on their Twitter feed and on the feed that came into the game. They were like, we're really looking forward to 2020. 
They're also developing State of K3, so there's big plans. So get it while it's hot. Well, it's hot and it's still it. super cheap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine you can pick up. Pence now. Yeah, copy, I think it, it was now, it was in game last week for nine pound. So I mean, nine pound is, or you can get it on Game Pass. Um, but nine pound, you two cups of coffee these days. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a, well, it's a pint in York. So <laughs> it is if you go to places. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's state of the K two. That's all I need to say on it. Really, there is some more information on my blog. If you're curious, go there, have a little read. It's basically mostly what we've covered. But there's a bit more information in there. Well, actually, there might not be. <laughs> but there's some pretty pictures. <laughs> um, so what's next? Day's gone. Day's gone. Now then. I, I obviously have to start with a confession. I own Day's Gone. I picked it up on Monday. I went out of my way to go and get it. This is all purely off the back of your recommendation. Yeah. I did. This is the thing, and I'm sure that you'll come on to this. I know you've got a, you've got a particular axe to grind. Days Gone initially had bad reviews. It did. <laughs> if you take the time now, pause if you want, take the time now, go on the internet, do a search for Days Gone review. And try and find those bad reviews. I know, right? Because they don't seem to exist anymore. They're, they're, it's they're a hard solid eight out of ten game. Yeah. I'm a man who will buy a six out of ten if I think I can get more out of it than other people. <laughs> so an eight out of ten game is a winner for me. Can't lay my hands on a single one of the bad reviews that it got initially. Don't really understand what's going on there. Well, interestingly, there. I see. I did a bit more digging um, because I text you about the storyline. Well, my confession, <laughs> just so that we're clear on this one, my confession is I picked the game up on Monday. I took it back to my house at the end of the day. I immediately put the disc in. We will talk about what the what the update looks like at this point of time because it's not it's not a super new game, uh, and at this moment in time. I still haven't played it. So the game came out April 2019. So it's been out for almost a year. Heading towards a little, little under a year. Um, the, one of the reviews initially said that uh, the storyline is borderline boring and not interesting. So it was so bad that at the Golden Joystick Awards it won Story of the Year. As in the best story of a game in 2019 so I mean I'm not one to say that the reviewers are wrong but somebody nominated it for that award so I mean I know like in the Oscars often we don't always get our favourite film that wins but nine times out of ten a good film gets an Oscar award me and my mate did a, a podcast on Monday where we were talking about uh, the best films of 2019 and every time we mentioned a film he was like they get an Oscar nomination though did it Joker did though yeah. Carry on. Um, so yeah, it's a storyline. Um, if you like your Walking Dead, and you like your zombie apocalypse, I personally think it's a very interesting story. I'm probably just over halfway through the game, and um, I- I'm enjoying the story. I think it's fun. I think you get a real feel for the zombie apocalypse. I think, I think the the acting is sometimes a little bit overdone, and there are some moments where. Obviously, you're supposed to be riding your motorbike, so assumably you're shouting at the person on the back of the bike. But it actually sounds like he's shouting in a room with nothing. Going. He's shouting so loud that it's louder than the motorbike. Is. Oh, right. So that's a bit weird. Um, okay. It, but and it's the guy that voices Darth Maul in the Clone Wars. So that's oh. kind of, that's kind of cool. He's done a few things. So yeah, that that's fun. Um, but what I want to talk about is the actual game itself. So storyline is like you either skip the cutscenes or you don't, right? Yeah. Um, so the game, um, big update, 40, 41 gig I think in total across since 2019, so yeah 41, 42 gig in total, so that's that's pretty big, That's and that's from April that's to, I put it in my console on Christmas day because that's when I got it, so uh, it was 42 gig at that point. Um, there's a lot of talk on there about it, it's riddled with bugs, there are loads of problems, Again, me personally, uh, I haven't experienced any serious bugs. I've had two instances 
one where I was on my bike and I was riding back to my camp and for some reason I dropped through the road into Falling a, through the world. Uh, is, yeah, is, I dropped is, through is. the world into a pond, my bike sunk and I needed to swim back to shore but obviously couldn't so I drowned. <laughs> but because there's a quick save, it started me back at the beginning of the road. I went over it slowly and I got across fine. And since then, I've not had that. The only other one was I had a glitch with a horde. So hordes in Days Gone are terrifying. They're anything from 50 to 500 zombies. Jeez. And they can run fast, they can hear you, and they will not stop chasing you, regardless of how far you run. Unless you get on your bike, which can be difficult, because there's, if your bike gets hit by something and falls over, you have to press a button to pick the bike up. This takes time. You then have to press a button to get on the bike, and he starts it up. This takes time. You do not have this time when being chased by 500 freaks. But if the bike's ready to go, you can hop on it and drive off. But nine times out of ten, I tend to park my bike a bit further away, and I like to try and sneak in as best I can. I got to a situation where my first horde... So I've gone in, they've started running at me, I'm like, shit, so I'm running away. But accidentally, I hit one of them, and it disappeared. And as it disappeared, it gave me a bounty point. I was like, that's interesting. So I ran into the next one, and it disappeared. And I did this for 50 zombies, and it said, horde complete. And I was like, nice. <laughs> I didn't do it. So I was like, this is a glitch I'm happy with. Since then, it's not happened. I tried yeah. it again on a different horde, and I got devoured. So <laughs> in about a second and a half. Um, so they're the, the two major bugs for me and uh, I think they were quite serious at the beginning a lot of people were saying that was a problem uh, personally hordes are terrifying so I don't I normally go and search for pretty much every chief in the game there's in each map there are a certain amount of hordes to kill um, the first two maps I think there are seven in each zone I haven't gone looking for any of them I do not want to look for them until I'm armed to the teeth and I, I don't think I'll ever have enough weaponry because if I have to go against 500 of these things, I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> the internet says there are ways you can do it. I've so seen you videos. Sneak around, try this. So yeah. I tried one where there were lots of like things I could shoot to blow yeah. things up. So the videos I've <laughs> right. seen is where they're like, the, you have to position yourself in a certain place where you <laughs> yeah. can see all the things to shoot to mm. blow stuff up. You have to use certain weapons and certain did, did, did They tell you that the zombies can climb the same way you can. Oh, so it's not like State of Decay. State of Decay, you can stand on the roof of your car. Mm. There can be a million zombies around you. They cannot get on the roof of the car. So you can just stand there until they leave. Eventually, they'll leave. In State of Decay, they won't leave. And they can climb everywhere you can climb. So there is no hiding. So you've got things like lures. Okay, so you can fire a lure. They'll all run to it, and you can drop a couple of grenades in. Problem is... When they're coming after you, if you throw the lure, they'll ignore that and still come after you because you're more tasty. They're like, oh, that guy's noisy and we can see him and hear him. So they ignore the lure. So that doesn't work. So you have to, the only way to do it is to throw the lure, lob a load of grenades in, throw another lure, keep them, keep them busy, lob a load of grenades in, but you can only carry a maximum of six Molotovs. Oh, six Molotovs is not enough for 500 zombies because when they're on fire, they can still run at you. Oh. <laughs> until eventually they drop dead but what that's done is alerted the other 450 to the little burning fire over there lifelong listeners of the podcast will know from our, our zombie cast days a flaming zombie is still a flaming zombie right so so, so there's that so um, and, and you know the fact that that bug was fixed personally I think is disappointing I, I was quite happy for them to just disappear when I touched them. Um, that, that would have been good for the Chiefs. Alas, that's not happened. Other than that, I think the game is, is really good. Um, DLC-wise, it's been free. There's been no add-ons to the game. What they've done is, uh, instead of storylines, they've added challenges. Oh, okay. So there's like a racing challenge, which is a bit GTA. You get on your bike and you go through rings and you have to like kill zombies on the way and do it at a certain time. And what's cool is... Um, you get bronze, silver and gold awards and each award gives you a patch to put on your biker jacket and these patches become bonuses you can use that automatically used in the game. So like if you if you complete the um, one of the races and get gold, you get 30% more ammo when you collect right. ammo. 
so that's cool there's one where you get 30% more speed more stamina so there is there is an interest to do the challenges and also there's quite a few challenges to like outlast the horde so the horde just keeps coming and you've got to last as long as you can really good practice for going against the horde because mm. you can try loads of weaponry you can try all sorts of different tactics all of which I suck at uh, <laughs> I'm good at racing I'm a bit shit at the horde stuff there's a cool one where you've got to go against marauders and rogues so you kind of sneak around like Assassin's Creed and if you kill 50 of them you get a gold patch if you shoot them in the head nine times you get a gold patch that, and it's all stuff that when you play the game you've got that so it's really in your interest to do the challenges right, but you don't have to do them um, they also added a survivor plus mode so the game in itself um, there's there's a lot of criticism about the fact that you never feel like you're really surviving because you need scrap to keep your weapons up to date you need mm. fuel to make molotovs and there's an abundance of this stuff everywhere you go there's tons of it you never really run out right. which I don't really mind when I'm playing a fast paced zombies game I don't want to run out of ammo um, but if you put it in survivor mode Places that you've already searched, that stuff will be gone. So you have to be really careful about what you're going to do. And if you really fancy a challenge, um, this this is probably for you. If you really want to feel like you're in the apocalypse and you want to, I don't know, fuck yourself in the ass for some reason, this would be the way to do it. I, I don't know why anyone would want to go. I'm going to try it because I obviously want to. But I think it'll be really, really hard. I finally got, because um, they finally released it, I finally got Arizona Sunshine for the VR. Of course. And there is an element of you go, you find ammo, you pick it up. You never, like, I, I played it on easy because that's how I roll. You never feel at, at points that you're going to not find more ammo so you don't have to conserve it as much. But certain weapons, you find less ammo mm. so if you've got like an uzi you will find a lot less uzi ammo right so when you're then attacked by like a horde of zombies you aren't going to want to use the uzi but then it's like a case of well i know i'm not going to find more i mean like doom when you got the bfg yeah you've had like two cells yeah so you're like well <laughs> i could kill a few of them but i should probably switch back to my pistol because i know i'll get more pistol. and it anything like that it makes you Think a little bit more about a game rather yeah. than just, I'll pick this up and I'll I mean, that. I've not been, I, I don't feel like, I've got, I've got a day it's gone on normal mode. I don't feel like it's too easy. Um, I've died plenty of times, um, but not through lack of weaponry. The monsters are hard to kill. So you, I think the fact there's an abundance of stuff keeps the game going. If you spend 90% of your time looking for stuff so that you can do a mission, there's a point where that becomes boring. Like, I like it for a bit. Like, I like certain missions where you need to find this to do this. You need to find fuel to do that. Mm. Okay, I'm cool with that. Yep. But I don't want to get on my bike, and every time I drive 10 yards, I run out of fuel. Fuck, I need more fuel. There's loads of fuel in the game. So, And, and your character even says sometimes, oh, it looks like I need more fuel. This is lucky. There's some here. So it's a bit tongue-in-cheek for them as well. But I can't imagine everywhere I drive... Oh, I'm out of fuel. I need to walk, because that's a nightmare. Mm. It's just hot. that would be awful. <laughs> that would not Something. be fun because fast travel points in Days Gone only work if you've got fuel for the bike. You can't walk fast travel. You can only do right. it on the bike. So if you haven't got fuel, you can't go there. So if you do this in Survivor Plus mode and they've done something like take out the fuel, you're not going to use your bike as much. It's going to take a lot longer to complete a game you've already completed. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I've played, I'm currently playing, although the reason I haven't played Days Gone is I got it on Monday and I've literally done back-to-back podcasts since then. Yes, so I haven't. Saying. So I haven't played, I haven't played anything. It's not like I haven't played that. That is the game that's in my machine. The moment I get the opportunity to play <laughs> something, that is the game I'm going to play. But I am, I had been playing an RPG. The game I played before that was an RPG. Mm. Something that is in RPGs that I feel is so beyond outdated, where you go into a room, a building, whatever, and you have to go to a box, open the box, look at the list of what's in the box, press the button to collect it all, then you only need some of it, so at some point you're going to have to sell it, and you're going to have to do this, you're going to have to, but then you go to 
the next box over and you open the box and you look at what's there and you take it off. Mm. And you, there should be walk in a room, press a button and everything in the room, it should be like a magnet. Yeah, so everything in the room should just go well, day, in the Day has gone is quite useful because stuff you've already got shows up as red in front of you so you don't need to pick it up. And something you need has got a little square by it. So you press the square but it will pick everything up in that kind of area that you need. So it's quite it's quick. That's I mean, exactly. you still have to pick it up, but there, there's you don't sell anything. There's no equipment. You don't go to merchants and sell stuff. Exactly. All you do with merchants is buy stuff. You buy ammo and guns. You don't sell anything. I can't remember <laughs> playing through uh, the Outer Worlds. I was like, what the hell was the game that put the button? I think you held down like circle or B, and it just yeah, sucked, it sucked everything, everything in. in. Yeah, I remember what that. What game was that? Because that did it right. That's that is how RPGs. Was that not? Um, that might have been Borderlands. I thought it was a bot. I think it's Borderlands. You press button and it all comes towards you, or you just run up to it and it it automatically comes to you. I might have to look it up because it's been bugging me. I think since it's Borderlands. Out of worlds, it's been bugging me. Because Borderlands well, 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 is really bad because you have to physically go up to each individual item and pick it up, and so much of it is worth nothing. So there was there was a point at the start of that game. I, I think I've done. I, I will have done a separate review of the game. Um, there was a point at the start of that game. Where I was like, "This game is absolutely fantastic. I can see why it got such good reviews and all this." But the 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 one thing that was present in my mind was the reviews were like, "This game is great to start with," mm. and like, the more you play it, the worse it gets. And I was mm. like, "Well, how does that work?" And well, I I'll, played it, and I was like, "Man, this game's great." I'll, 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 I've played it for a bit, and I, I will do a, a blog on it probably later in the year, just to see how far if it's come along. Uh, I I wasn't too chuffed with it, like you. At the beginning, I was like, "Well, this is fun." I got bored quite quickly. Yeah, there's by by halfway through that game, it is just one long loading screen. I know. Yeah, they're not here for me. <laughs> and they're not here for me, which is unusual. Um, so, that's my two games. So I'm just looking at my my thing here. And uh, so, I wanted to talk about... But I'll let you... Yeah, you've got, so you've got, I just wanted to recap. So basically, the, the whole point of this is that we can sit down here and we can say, right, so the game that we're going to review is the game that came out yesterday and we've played it for 24 hours and here's our review. You can go anywhere and get that review to get that review. <laughs> and we had a conversation, and you were like, "I want to review games that are actually finished." Yeah. And in this day and age, those those, those things those things don't exist. You don't get a review of a game that's finished because Certainly you get a year later a game that is sixty percent done at day of release yeah. because the company works on the principle that's they it. can patch it. They can sell you a DLC. Everybody's can, been online and complained about it, so they yeah. know what to do. Uh, I mean, you know, that is Bethesda's entire business model. Except with... Uh, uh, they, they get the community yeah, to fix with, uh, it. Fallout 78, they don't seem to have fixed that. And then they sell it back to the community as their patch. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, great business models. But when you, came, when, when you sort of came up with this, I want to talk about games that are actually finished, it brings us back to... Do you remember when updates weren't a thing? Yeah, when well... you used to buy a completed I'm, I'm game. I'm doing a, a current feature on the blog, um, which will be discussing Assassin's Creed for anyone that's a Creed fan. And it starts way back in 2007 with the original Assassin's Creed. And I was saying to you tonight that when that game came out, it got really high reviews. And it was an exceptional game because it was finished. There were no patches. There were no DLC because those things didn't exist. Yeah. And that was when developers had to work to get your money. Yep. Now they don't. Now they, they know when they release a game, they just patch it. Yep. I don't know how many... I think every single pre-ordered game I've bought and put into my console, as soon as I put it in, it says, this game needs an update. Every single game has and a And I've had games update. where I've bought on midnight release, yep. got it home, and still had a 20 gig update. Yep. Day one and I'm patch. like, this is every like... game you buy has a day one patch, and that's a terrible thing. The day one patch is twenty percent of the missing forty from the game you bought yeah. for fifty pounds. That's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, so my new, my new uh, New Year's resolution is I'm going to just play old games, uh, which are already fully patched and I've got all the DLCs, and I can really decide if I like it. So my two games 
zombie games this year that you should be playing are State of Decay 2 and Days Gone. Ignore the other zombie games, because they're not very good. I've played them all, trust me. <laughs> I mean, I, I always have this thing with um, with zombies in general. Um, I, like the, I like the zombie genre, but I also am a bit like... Mm, um, and obviously, I played... I played X Amount of VR over the last year. Mm. Zombies in VR. Fun. Uh, yeah. It, it strikes me as fun. <laughs> they, yeah, they, can, they can be. They can also yeah. be terrifying. <laughs> um, I can imagine Days Gone in VR would be terrifying. I think I'd actually run from the horde. Obviously, we're, 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 getting, uh, we're getting Half-Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that, going to be... That's going to be fun. Uh, interesting. Love Half-Life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as as you wanted to review games that are, that are actually finished games, which is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a whole new way of looking at games. New concept. But you had some preview stuff? Yeah, um, so I have got a few things. Um, so, um, today... By the time you get this, it won't be today, it'll be a bit later, but Cyberpunk, um, Red Project announced today that Cyberpunk has been pushed back till uh, 17th of December 2020, and I also found out another little piece of information, that multiplayer will not be available until at least 2022. So, I saw that this morning. (laughs) I saw the announcement, they're like, oh, uh, we're, we regret to inform you that we will not be releasing the game in April, we're going to release it in September. And my response to that was, why don't you just say, <laughs> we're not releasing the game in April because we'd rather get twice as much money for it by releasing it on the new console and the old one. Mm-hmm. Because they are allegedly going to release it in September, my money says December, because the new consoles will be out. Why would you get half the money that you could possibly get by releasing it? Early? Yeah, that's true. That's they even the said in their post, the game is finished. Well, in these days, as we've just spent <laughs> 20 minutes talking about... Doesn't mean Jack. Games aren't finished. <laughs> they then went on to say, we want to polish the game. Okay, well, that's yeah. done in that's done in post. That's done by updates and things. So why would you choose to not release something that is quote unquote finished? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say because unless it's for money. Project Red are, are obviously renowned for the Witcher games, and they're good games. So I, yeah, I, I'm sure they want to earn more money. But what I'd like to see is a finished game. So if they do release a finished, polished game, I don't care if it comes on 10 consoles. What I want is my money's worth on release day. I would like to see the version of the game that they've got now versus the version of the game that gets released because my money says there will be no difference. No, you're probably right. They can sit on a game for six months, get six months' worth of pre-orders. Well, they've had my pre-orders since last year. A lot more money. (laughs) Cyberpunk's been on the cards for, like, since 2018. Something like that, with like a year and, and geez, two almost two years down the line. Yeah. Um, but Keanu Reeves is in it, so he is John John Wick. He is, and he's got Tony Stark's arm. <coughs> he has beaten Iron Man to death with his own arm and um, stolen it. But do you remember when uh, John Berthenthal was in uh, Ghost Recon? Oh yeah. Uh, didn't make that game any better, did it? See, I don't really want to go down the road of Ghost Recon in this podcast because it just hurts too much. It still hurts, man. It's it's painful. I was so excited about Punisher being the bad guy. I went through the alpha and the beta. I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to digress. We're not digressing from it. No, I'm fine. I've I've done done weekly updates um, about that. Yeah, we're not not doing it. We're not doing it. So, um, Cyberpunk. So, that was that. Um, I also wanted to talk about uh, Doom Eternal. Because that's coming out now. That's been put back and put back. And now, I think it's February. Is it February or March March. release? So, March release for that. I'm still quite excited. Quite stoked Mm. for that. That's going to be fun. Mm. Um, So, I just wanted to tell people, go and get Doom Eternal. Because you really can't go wrong. Did you see the new trailer? I did. That came out Mm. a couple of days ago. Yes. I mean... 
the the problem you've got the problem you've got with trailers is the 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 CG aspect is what they put in the trailer and then they pepper it with a little bit of game footage. Yeah. Um, it looks like Doom. It does. It looks cool. I am terrified that it's going to be Bethesda. Mm. Because they have apparently lost the ability to make a game <laughs> that's since true. the last Doom. That's true, yeah. So I'm hoping that it's something to do with the name, mm. that they could make this one good. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're in January. We are. At this moment in time. That comes out in March. It's the first game of the year, apparently. Mm. Uh, because there's nothing between now and then. There, there doesn't seem to be. I don't know. What, what is it that comes out after that? Cyberpunk. Oh, doesn't that come out in September? Well, yeah, it was September. Yeah. So March. I, I, did a, I did a quick search last week uh, to look at what was coming out this year. There, I can't think of anything that really jumped out at me. I'm trying, there was something. Assassin's Creed. I don't think that's, that's not till 20. Oh, it might be November. No, it's November this year. Okay, which is on my list actually. So I want to talk about that as well because uh, the title of Assassin's Creed Ragnarok has been thrown around. Um, that's not the case. It's not going to be called that. Um, and like I was saying, that's because um, the people that made God of War um, had already bagzied it the name yeah, surreptitiously. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so yeah, but but I think Assassin's Creed sounds interesting. From what I read, the things we do know are that the combat system is going to be very similar to Odyssey. Odyssey. And um, it's also going to have a similar idea where you can kind of choose a story arc. It's going to have RPG. And I've also understood that the, there's one main character, but that character can be male, male or female. female. Yeah. Um, those things seem to be, as of today, were kind of real. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's been debunked, hmm. um, but it was crap anyway. Something, was... about, something about four players, you can drop in and out a bit like Ghost Recon, um, Wildlands, you, but that seems to disappear. I mean, the last time they did that was Unity. And you could never drop in and out of a game. It was no. just you could do some some multiplayer like side missions. But when I read uh, I, that, I, 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 when yeah. I read that, all I heard or, or I saw on the page was Brotherhood. Do you remember the first time you pressed yeah. those shoulder buttons? Yeah, yeah. And you got them to jump in and take out a crowd, and it was like. See, the thing is, oh, I, yeah. I, I always felt that the um, multiplayer in Assassin's Creed Unity was massively underrated. I really enjoyed doing side missions with my mates in Unity, where there were like four of us as assassins. Was, was Unity the one that was just... In France. Hands down. The French Revolution, yeah. that was hands down broken. It was just it, it was, completely but I, broken. I should point out, if anyone wants to play it now... It's really good. It's totally patched. It's really good. It's like a few years old, but it's in perfect condition. They, there are, there are no bugs in it. That they tried to tell us that the bugs were part of the game, and it and at that point I went, uh, "There's my controller. Yeah, I, I'm done. Thank you." No, so that's all been patched. Um, the, the game is is it complete. was unplayable. Yeah, and I it got was, it. Yeah. I got it for Christmas. So it came pictures. out came out in, in <laughs> as as they do came out in November. And I got it on Christmas Day and I put it on and it was a present. And I had to say to the person that had bought it to me, bought it for me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but you can but keep I'm gonna it. I'm gonna I'm gonna trade this in because this game is unplayable. And the moment the shops were back open after Christmas, I was like running in going, take this from me, it's terrible. Yeah, well um, I played it quite a few years later, interestingly. I played them backwards. I played Syndicate first. That is a great game. Right, well, see, <laughs> I think if I played Unity first, I wouldn't have liked Syndicate as mm. much. Because I went back and played Unity and I was like, wow, this is a copy-paste. The... Just one's in London and one's in Paris. Yeah. But um, I really, really like uh, Syndicate. <laughs> I played Unity and I was like, nope. And I was properly like, I am done with this franchise. If they cannot <laughs> make a workable game at this point in time you know you are cut copy and paste in a lot of what you did in the last game so let's get it right if you can't make a game then I'm done with you and I didn't get Syndicate initially and then it was getting all these reviews and it was like oh it sounds like it might be quite interesting there's no mention of any bugs so and I picked Mm. it up and I loved it yeah it's great Um, I've actually got it again for Christmas on the PlayStation. It's one of so the. So I'm gonna complete it again. <laughs> it's on my list of Assassin's Creed games I've played more than once. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. I love the fact that you could play as 
Jacob and Evie. Jacob and Evie, yeah. And they their playstyles were completely different. And to both each other. really good. Both characters are really likable. Great like, characters. I and both the, characters. the way they played, like she was stealth and he was like a brawler. Yeah. Just, just so well done. Yeah, yeah. And um, some fun DLC. You've got uh, Jack the Ripper. I'm super looking forward to uh, to a new Assassin's Creed. I played them. Yeah. In- um, interestingly, I played the shit out of Origins and 100%ed that on the Xbox. I've done 1% of Odyssey. I literally downloaded it when it was the Ubisoft had a sale on. I played it for like it's, 20 minutes. I wasn't so keen on the combat system. There seemed to be a button bashing thing. Game. Yeah. I, it I just, is. I just, I've I got an issue about having to level up to be able to assassinate yeah. certain people. I, I felt don't like that. that it was a different game. The fact that it had the Assassin's Creed name attached to it, I was almost surprised. Mm. There's no hidden blade. See, that puts me off. You're and not making I me really, really struggled. Apparently one of the DLCs is supposedly the first introduction of the hidden blade right. in the but, Assassin's Creed But it doesn't story. make sense because in Assassin's Creed Origins, you have the hidden you blade. So surely Origins is set before Odyssey. There's something about it. Doesn't it get broken? Right. I don't, I, I don't know. There's, there's I, something I about it being broken. I mean, I will go to it eventually. I just, um, it's a completely different game. I gave it Game of the Year, if you remember. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. And that was over God of War, which I've recently... Replayed. I've recently replayed it, and I've kind of sort of gone back on what I said at the time. I was like... I struggled with certain elements of God of War and I think I struggled with the way it was received because every single person was like, it's the best game I've ever made, mm. best game I've ever made. And I was like, it isn't, it's just a really good game. And the more people like, it's the best game I've ever made, the more I was like, it isn't. <laughs> and that pushed me down a path of going, I'm not giving it game of the year. I've played it, I, I played it through a, a second time to get New Game Plus when they released New Game Plus and then for some reason I picked the wrong save and I didn't it wasn't New Game Plus and I got really annoyed like the third time I played it then I played it this time New Game Plus so you've got the I don't want to spoil anything but it's been out a while you've got the thing that you have at the beginning of the game when you play a New Game Plus let's go with that Um, (laughs) this time when I played it I was like I probably underrated it because of what everyone said what everyone else you closed your mind so I was a bit like I, I, I think I gave it a bit of a bum deal but I did give Assassin's Creed okay game of the year well I will go back to it I just haven't yet like I'm building up to it slowly and my last piece of news is Darkest Dungeon 2 yeah so anyone that watched previous podcasts with me knows that Darkest Dungeon or Ghost Recon Wildlands popped up pretty much every time hmm and Darkest Dungeon, incidentally, I still haven't completed, but I do have enough characters to go into the deepest dungeon, which I've done so far one time. I need to do it another three times to complete the game. It's still ridiculously hard, but it's still really addictive. I go back to it and play it like every month or so, and I have a real good go at it, level up a bit more. Um, but Darkest Dungeon 2 got announced end of last year, and um, there was some talk whether it was real or not. Uh, Red Hook Studios announced on Twitter just before Christmas that they were looking for an environment artist to work on Darkest Dungeon 2. So it is real. Now we're just waiting to see what happens. Um, so anyone who's a Darkest Dungeon fan, uh, as games go, that game came out perfect. It wasn't bugged. It had no glitches. It was £11. It's on pretty much It's on every possible system. Every console. It's on the Switch. It's on the Mac, the PC, the Xbox, the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I even think it might be on a Nintendo DS somewhere. <laughs> it's on every single console. Uh, and get it. If you like strategy games, turn-based, which are hard, then play it. Uh, and then you can bow down and hail Red Hook when they do the sequel, which will hopefully be exactly the same game, just in a different environment. Because mm. that's all I want from it. Yeah. <laughs> which is something that I think 
Which is what I wanted from Ghost Recon. I mean, I mean, it is that thing, isn't it? If you don't change it enough, you get criticised for not changing it enough, and if you change which it I think is, much, you get criticised Which I think is sad, because enough. looking at Assassin's Creed, if you look at their ten games, eight of those games are exactly the same. Yeah. You just play a different guy in a different city, but the, the, you, you do exactly the same thing. You've got a hidden blade, you've got eagle vision, well, you jump off buildings, you fight people with a sword, and that's it. I feel that Ghost Recon Breakpoint was like the sacrificial lamb. It was released, it got some of the worst reviews of a, of a AAA game ever, and Ubisoft announced every single game that we've got coming up for release in the next... 18 months we've pulled and they put they were like we're not releasing a game any of the games so they like rattled through the list um watch dogs three yeah which looks rainbow six is on its way awful there's a new rainbow six coming it's about time siege has been out that that was on a million years that was on the list actually of games coming out this year where i raised an eyebrow to like oh Rainbow Six is super cool. Yeah, it is, yeah. and and they're still they they still do updates for they're it. Still, they're that, still working. On see, that. I think that this this is the future of gaming. I think buying a game with longevity is probably the way we should be going. People want content. If you, especially from a multiplayer game, if you like things like State of Decay, really they rely on playing with four other people. So you need you want people to keep playing it. So what do you do? You add more stuff, and it's not just skins. You need missions, and Siege have got that nailed. They add characters, they add skins, they add missions. And characters from other they, games. They, they, there are loads of they really good things. They lent their characters and, to other games. And that was the thing that worked with Ghost Recon Wildlands, was they kept building and adding stuff to it. They um, added something to Ghost Recon Wildlands the month before Breakpoint was released. Yeah, they, they did. Their last update yeah. of the game, and it was like a farewell to that game. I mean, what three years? Yeah, of that game. And that's that's for me. That's the it was the way gift, it's it going. was certainly the gift that kept on giving. Cause yeah, just that's just, where that's where for me that I think that's where developers will make money because people will become relatively loyal to the company if they've had a really good game, and because then you you can then take your time to make a really good sequel, knowing that people aren't. When's the second one coming out already? Mm. Because, I mean, how many times has a game come out, somebody's completed it in a day, and they're like, so when's the next one coming out? Yep. Now, you play a game, you know you've got time to complete it, so there's not a rush. You know there's loads of content coming, so you can kind of sit on the back burner waiting for a sequel. You don't necessarily need one, because you enjoy that game so much, you don't necessarily want a sequel. And then when the sequel does drop, you're ready for it, because you've literally played the fuck out of that game. It's the games you've got that your we 60 used to quid's worth. Yeah. We used to... Remember when like Super Nintendo games used to be released? <laughs> they were sixty pounds. Yeah. In the early nineties. Yeah. And you would pay that money and play, play the it. shit out of it. Yeah, you would. And this is like I say, you'll see on the blog about Assassin's Creed, you can see that the formula they had for the first few games was untouchable. Brotherhood was amazing. And then the th this rubbish of DLC started coming out, yeah. and all it did was give it gave game companies an excuse to release half a game, then charge you an extra 14 quid for content that really should have been in the game anyway. Yeah. And had it been released 10 years ago, it would have been in the game. Yeah. But they but worked out that there was a way to make money. Because people pay for it. Yeah. So my advice to you is, buy a game six months after release, when it's half the price, all the DLC is available. Half the DLC content is free anyway, or on sale somewhere. Mm -hmm. That is that is the way that gamers can teach developers, this is what we want to play, and this is how we want to play. We don't want to be ripped off. We want a completed game. We want a game which is the which is what we wanted to pay for. We and, want and, 60 quid's worth. luckily, last year taught, fingers crossed, the games market some huge lessons. So... There were games that were released that were massive flops. Anthem, mm -hmm. yeah, huge flop, big flop. Um, Ghost Recon, obviously. Yeah. Um, there were there were games that care. I mean, do we even have to mention Fallout seventy six? <laughs> I mean, at that, this that's point in time, that's an ongoing nightmare. So that for is everyone. Three big games from big two companies. 
big game companies. Yeah. And then at the back end of the year, you get games like Control. Mm. No multiplayer, no no um, add-ons or DLCs that um, that I'm aware of. No, I don't, yeah, I think no loot crate, no nothing. A single-player, story-driven. I, I mean, I've done I've done a review of Control. Um, I think um, both Luke and Sam have got a lot to say about that game. You know, Sam says he would have probably put it as game of the year if he'd have played it before doing the podcast or all that. Mm. And Star Wars. A single pair, story-driven, well-made. At this point in time, no DLC is even going to... They've already said there will be no DLC. No. Um, No loot boxes, no multiplayer, no nothing. Those two games did immensely well. And the whole thing has flipped the games industry on its head by going, we don't want this shit. Interestingly... We do want this. Last year, I think, was the first year for a long time that the game industry lost money. Yeah. So it's actually down by, I Whereas, think it was one point five percent or something, which is that's a huge amount of money. Well, when you put that into percent, was it the year before where the the announcement was that that was the first year where the games industry beat the movie industry, something like that. And now it's and then in the space of a year, it's dropped. It's uh, I my my only hope at this point in time is that we are actually seeing companies learning from them. Well, I mean, they come and look at PlayStation and Microsoft. They've now got Game Passes on both those. Um, I think PlayStation is called something else, but it's PlayStation game. Plus. Yeah, so it's a Game Pass. And what that does is it gives gamers a chance to try a lot of games that they probably wouldn't have tried. Yeah. Game, for, ba- game Pass for, is one for of little the money. I mean, you, you put your 10 quid in, and if you want to download six games, that see, I mean, you've got Gears of War 5. Yeah. is on there um, they've just added GTA 5 I know it's an old game but it's still oh, I'd play it it's, now, still a, and it's still a top price game yeah. Yeah, but it's it hard now, to find it cheap um, you know these are games that people probably wouldn't have played that now they can play for a tenner and if you don't particularly like it well you don't really care do you because you only paid a tenner for it like I said price two cups of coffee these <laughs> it, days it's, it's proof that that's what people want to do and um, well like I say I think it'll be an interesting year I think to see what, what developers do um, but we'll see. So, um, I mean, obviously, you and I have spoken frequency for the podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's like a podcast in conjunction. It's a podcast off the back of it. it's a podcast that's going to be joined up with, but not solely with the blog. Mm. Um, so, we will hash out the frequency it might be, I think monthly it might be monthly it yeah. might end up being if we actually see if any we see something interesting we'll coming do. out we might have to do like yeah. some ad hoc stuff but monthly monthly works real well yeah, that's cool. um, so give us all the contacts again so yeah um, you've got Instagram which is uh, McLeod uh, no it's not it's not McLeod at all that's a different Instagram no the Instagram is Gamekeeper2020 the Facebook is also Gamekeeper on Facebook. There's a little picture of me looking cool with a gun from XCOM. <laughs> it's not actually me, but it looks like me. And the WordPress blog is wordpressgamekeeper.sport.blog. Uh, it's a bit hard to find, but it's all linked on the, onto the Facebook and the Instagram. And interestingly, the more people that look at it, obviously the easier it will be to find <laughs> And if I get enough people, I'll make a proper domain, and then it will be called Gamekeeper. The problem is, at the moment, when I type in Gamekeeper, I get <laughs> um, Google reports of fox hunting <laughs> and how bad it is for Gamekeeper. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh a Gamekeeper. So, so, so I do need yeah. quite a lot more people to, uh, no, no, to yeah. get my traffic. Um, yeah. But it's, like I say, it's new. It's up and coming. There's loads of stuff on there. Leave comments. If like you and want share, to see people. Stuff. Like and share. Yeah, anything you want to see, just bash me a comment. Anything you don't want to see, bash me a comment. And if you want to just offend me, if you've got, good luck with that. If you've got a game where you're like, well, I've been playing this game for six years and I love it, shoot it over. Yeah, do it. Give us a show. Because there's it. a chance that we'll have either played it or we're open to playing stuff. Definitely. If you've got a game that you're like, this game's great, have you played it? Exactly. You know, we'll come back to you and tell you whether we yeah, are. Yeah, give it, give it a go. I'll, I'll and, we, and, and we can potentially just talk about it on here. This is this is the forum for talking about games. 
Mm-hmm. And if you're a chief or definitely give me a bash because I've always got little tips for how to get some of the ridiculously long chiefs because I know that like, you know, find every chest in Assassin's Creed. Not everybody's cup of tea is mine though. So I can teach you easy ways of doing it that isn't quite as boring. Normally involves getting your younger brother to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well there we go. Cool. Good uh, good way to kick things back off. Yeah, nice to be back. Nice to have you back. See you next time. Yes, indeed. I'll be here. Right. Bye-bye. Liz. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Cool. We didn't digress too badly, actually. The only thing we skipped was, I was going to talk about stamina. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one in the bag. Another one done. Good to see JK back. Um, as we were saying, follow the uh, the gamekeeper on all of the uh, social media platforms and uh, go and check out the actual blog. Uh, YouTube watchers, make sure you're subscribing, liking and sharing all that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some love. So, yeah, that's it for this one. And until next time, I'll say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.